You're listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. Welcome to Screener Squad, and on today's episode, we'll be t- taking a very special look at Black Mirror Season 5. Three separate episodes, one of which is as Anthony Mackie contemplating his relationship after playing a VR game with an old friend, Andrew Scott trying desperately to talk to Topher Grace, just trying to relay any sort of information to him, and lastly, following Miley Cyrus' struggling singer as she tries to break away from her crazy aunt. And on today's, how we're going to basically break down today's episodes, we're going to go through each uh episode one to three individually talk about it give individual ratings and then give overall ratings for the actual uh, season but before we even get to any of that bs who the hell am i my name is alan you've probably heard from me on the final days of gotham the final watch has begun and all over screener squad but i am not here alone i'm here with my good friend Shaq. introduce yourself what's up what's up what's poppin it's your boy Shaq. heard me on the breakfast pub uh i am the prize my other podcast, Sequels. Check that out. Two Sequels with two E's. Got to plug that shit. Oh, yeah. Plug it, man. <laughs> hey, it's all you. But, hey, yeah. Uh, now let's talk about some uh, Black Mirror. I'm, I've been excited for the season. Like, I'm always excited whenever a new set of episodes, because I'm like, how are they going to make me dread the world this time? Yeah, because that's, that's basically what Black Mirror is. Like, hey, man, this thing you're used to? Yeah, this is going to suck in about 10 years, and it's actually real. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'll just let you jump in. So we're going to talk about episode one, Striking Vipers. This is where Anthony Mackie is... Uh, oh, yeah, go go a little bit to that. So basically, Anthony Mackie character, he it starts off with him at a club. He's basically just hitting on this girl. His buddy shows up. They're having a good time. They go back to their plays. Everything kind of works out for everyone. They're playing their own video games. And then it just does this massive time jump to 11 years later, where we see, you know, again, Anthony Mackie character at his birthday meets up with his old buddy again. And they get this uh, weird VR fighting game. And you're like, oh, cool. You know, he puts the, the thing on his head. And we're like, oh, it's going to be like a VR fighting game. We've kind of seen stuff like this happen in our, our time right now. But it ends up being very, very different because he gets to control everything. You're like, oh, it's going to be some cool, like, blood sport type shit. But no, it immediately, like, goes crazy when his friend from a long time is playing as a female character. It just starts making out with him. Mm, I should mention his friend is played by uh, – I don't <laughs> – you may not be able to pronounce it, I'm not sure, but it's Yaya Abdul-Mateen II, who people know him best from, uh, he was just an Aquaman, as Black Manta. Oh, he was Black Manta, that's why he looked familiar. I, I was never going to yeah. pronounce that name, so I didn't want to offend him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, th- this is basically, yeah, <laughs> like they play the VR game and then they hook up in some weird way, I won't explain how, but like, they do. Um, this episode, I'm going to say off the top. It was weird as fuck. (laughs) It was very, very strange because it's like, yeah, as soon as you go in, you get these, you know, you're able to kind of go through and be these characters. And they do the fighting. I was like, ooh, this is really like the animation is very stiff and very just kind of like very, very cartoony, even though it's it's all live action. But that almost doesn't matter because as soon as, yeah, as soon as they interact, it again, they can feel everything. And it just it launches this weird cascade of events of like. Basically, they start, like, because, again, Anthony Matt's character, he's married, has a wife, kids, and everything, has a job, everything's going good, but as soon as he experiences this first kiss, he basically just, like, again, it's uh, they treat this as he's cheating on his wife, even though it's with his best friend, that's a dude playing a chick. It, it is a fucking mindfuck, but at yeah. the end of the day, it's a cheating story. 
yeah, I should uh, we should also mention uh just point out that like the characters the 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 fighting game are played by um like Carl the Yaya Abdul Mateen. He's playing a character named Broxette who's played by Palm Clementine, who people know as Mantis from the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And uh Anthony Mackie's character, he's playing at this uh fighter named Lance, played by Ludi Lin, who was uh the Black Ranger in uh the Power Rangers movie, the one that came out a couple years ago. And oh, yeah. All yeah. all the interactions in the game are with those two like actors I just mentioned, and then everything in the real world is with uh, Yaya and Anthony. And um I'll say that like even just the strange part of it is just more through the game. Like I've never been one to kink shave, but like people <laughs> getting their rocks out through video games is fucking weird. <laughs> this is like when you and when you think about it, like somebody designed all of this. Someone designed actual genitals for these characters for them to use in that way. Well, it, it's not, it's funny thing is because they actually establish it's not. I mean, they want to get as realistic as possible. But, like, they basically, we see a lot of, okay, especially in the next episodes, like, this world of Black Mirror, it's less of they design in a specific way. Is the cheapest way was to just copy a person and just digitize them? Because that's kind of what it is. Like, they can replicate everything to make it as realistic as possible. And they yeah. do go into that where it's like, oh, this guy's bleeding and stuff. It's like, don't worry, it'll reset next round. Don't worry about all this stuff. But I guess one of the things, like, I found it so interesting, but the show itself wasn't that interested in this weird VR world. It was just a way to kind of have this relationship kind of go through. And a way to have two separate things. Like it's done very, very well. But it's one of my issues of I think this episode is great, but it's not a good Black Mirror episode, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, I get that. Cause the whole like what people come in for Black Mirror is more like the technology aspect of it. And while it's there, like VR is nothing new, and especially like the type of technology they have in this, it's nothing new for Black Mirror. Um and it's also this episode is a lot more quiet than I thought. It's a lot more contemplative about oh, yeah. the way it goes proceeds about things. It's not very showy. And I appreciate that in terms of a change of pace, but I get what you mean by like it doesn't feel like a Black Mirror episode. It feels more just like a different type of relationship drama you would see in a different type of drama. It just happens to be in a VR thing. Yeah, yeah. Because again, a lot of the relationship stuff happens with the with again with the two characters like you mentioned. You know, Palm uh, Clementine and Julian. Like they're able to kind of, I guess, get the feelings through different actors, and sometimes mm. they're voiced, so you do get that interaction. But one of the things I kind of was forgetting, like, oh yeah, right, this is a Black Mirror episode because the tech, because I almost forgot that this existed, like the video game portion of it exists because they they cut to it a couple times, but a lot of it is outside him dealing with the aftermath and him dealing with the cheating story. Yeah, that's probably the biggest problem with this episode is, like, it's not as crazy as the Black Mirror episode tends to get, because typical Black Mirror stuff is like, hey, we deal with this normal world, we have this technology that seems normal in their world, but then it just causes someone to spiral into the depths of madness with a bunch of, again, some of the best episodes have that where they're spiraling. This doesn't really have that. This kind of has a plateau. Like, this would almost be a filler episode or, like, a season finale of another show. Like, uh, like some other fucking drama on CW or some shit. Mm-hmm. Normally, yeah, n- honestly, normally I'm like, yeah, there are a couple episodes like that where it, it like the technology feels like more of an afterthought. Like my least favorite episode is the one from last season, Crocodile, and that barely really has much technology at all. I hated that. Episode. I actually like that episode, but, <laughs> the, the, but it's weird that like I enjoyed this one a lot more. I think it's because of the performances by pretty much everybody in this, like. Anthony Mackie has a lot more depth than we usually see. Like, usually we see him as, like, the funny, kind of charming. Here, he's playing it a lot different, where he's very meek, he's very reserved. Like, almost, like, it's weird to compare it to, like, say, something like Joaquin Phoenix and her, where it's just, 
but that's that's the vibe I got from it, where he's just very different. And I thought, yeah, everyone was great, especially uh, Pom Clements, even Ludi Lin. The brief scenes that we see them together, we see because we barely see them do anything in their like their bigger movies. It's good to see them have a lot more stuff to do and a lot more to emote with. Um, oh yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, no, I I really did like this episode, in spite of the the initial weirdness of it, just this fucking video game letting you fuck another person. Yeah, but what I like about this episode is they they call it, they call it everything about it from like I can't believe they're letting us do this video game. Does that mean we're gay? Like they ask a lot of questions that yeah, you as the audience members like this is kind of weird because we're so we're almost like it's almost that whole catfishing thing online where it's like oh man this person i've been talking to pretended to be a girl but it's actually a dude the whole time but now it's video game format yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's just as weird so it's like like both don't know how to process this thought and it's like i wish there wasn't so many time jumps because there's so many conversations i wish there was more conversations about what the actual hell is going on but yeah <laughs> But honestly, no, I did. I did end up liking this episode a bunch. Um, I, I'm not sure. Like, I don't know if you want to jump to ratings yet, but I want to say, like, I would, I would probably give this eight, eight fucked polar bears out of ten. <laughs> yeah, no, this is definitely. Uh, if you have a few more final thoughts, but yeah, this is probably where yeah, because we went through enough of the episode. But yeah, I guess a lot of my issues is that I felt that it was a good episode, great performances, but it wasn't a Black Mirror episode. It was. A show like oh I just caught this randomly I caught this movie on and it was great but it didn't make me feel the same way I feel in Black Mirror but I still really enjoyed it so I just get this uh, seven out of ten sexy fighting moves. Man, <laughs> really? When the dude was like I fucked all these different characters but none of them feel like you. the moment he said I fucked a polar bear and I still thought about you the whole time I'm like bruh <laughs> that is the weirdest sentence I've ever heard on a, on a fucking show especially this one. Oh my god. Yeah, that's weird for Black. That's even weird for Black Mirror. We see some weird ass shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but speaking of weird ass shit, moving on, we're gonna go to episode two, Smithereens. This is where Andrew Scott, who's a disgruntled Uber driver, basically goes off the deep end when he wants to contact a man named Billy Bauer for unknown reasons, and he kidnaps somebody and just goes off the fucking deep end with a gun, with a plan, and everything. And that's this is probably one of the most simplest episodes of Black Mirror because it that's the whole premise is right there is hey this guy is really wants to talk to Billy Bauer we're not really sure about it he's clearly unstable and disgruntled tries to kidnap somebody that he thinks is important because the guy's in a nice suit and realizes this dude is just like day one intern like who who gives a fuck guy just walked in barely even has a, an hour on the job. And starts kind of losing his mind until he's basically trying to figure like, hey, I got to talk to this guy. I need him to hear my fucking voice. And yeah, so uh, Shaq, what do you think of this? Um, this is probably the most traditional out of the three episodes. Like if, if you go to like Black Mirror, like thinking like, oh, how are they going to infuse modern technology? This is probably the best one out of the three. Um, I like this a bunch. I think it's too fucking long. I, uh, yeah, it's no. it's a, it's the longest episode. I think it's the longest episode out of the three at seventy minutes. And honestly, I think you could trim it by like a good ten. Um, but what is good is really good. Like it does a really good job at keeping the tension there. You're just trying to figure out what the fuck does this deal with this dude's yeah. deal with Billy Bauer? Does he like know him? Does does he have like does he want ransom? Yeah. Even exactly. like the hostage hostage investigators are trying to all figure that out. And yeah, no, I. I <laughs> dug this for the most part but what'd you think i uh actually think this is like up there with one of the worst ones because 
Remember the last the thing with the first episode of Striking Vipers, it felt it, it felt like it was a random episode, a good episode of a random show. This felt like this was a filler episode of a, of like CSI London or some shit, where it's like this is just a, a kidnapping thing. It is the most straightforward. The only really thing I can think of as far as what the whole Black Mirror, uh, I guess, uh, streak or like uh, twist or angle on this is the fact that the cops are incredibly incompetent. To the extent oh, where yeah. they, 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 are <laughs> they are so busy. They're like, oh, man, can we shoot them? No, they might kill them both. Oh, can we shoot them now? Oh, my God, stop thinking about shooting for two fucking Those seconds. Sugar happy motherfuckers. Even when they're introduced, like, listen, we don't want a repeat of the starter pistol incident. Oh, yeah. Like, man, at that point, like, get better officers. Lord, and it's like, hey, I get maybe you're trying to talk about how, like, I, it's like, oh, maybe you're trying to talk about how corporations and the average person is so much better at finding information on people because we're so social that the cops are bad at their jobs. But, like, that's such a small part of this episode. But Most I will say, get... like, as much as I said there's a lot of stuff that I did like, the overall message of this is so baseline. Like, this is the type of shit that people who hate Black Mirror, this is the type of the shit that they go, yeah, this is why, because it's fucking stupid. Because yeah. I'll say that, like, his whole deal involves uh, Topher Grace's character is essentially like a Mark Zuckerberg type. Like yeah. he's the CEO creator of like this very popular social media app. And the whole, there's a whole point where they're like going on about how social media sucks. And I'm not going to lie. Like halfway through, I was also just checking Twitter at the same time. <laughs> like, Let's get this shit over with. Cause yeah, no, no. Cause it's one of those things where it's like, it's like again the longest one and you feel it holy shit because it's yeah. like 40 minutes and most of it is in the car and i can't believe i'm about to say these words but the episode doesn't get good until Topher grace shows up it's weird but yeah i actually no i did like i did like a little bit of it beforehand but yeah once Topher grace actually shows up it really does pick up yeah because you figure out what's that's, going, a, that's yeah. when the tension's ratcheted because like he's the only one who could save or stop this all the like the other employees are like, "Don't fucking call this dude. Do not answer. Don't listen to him." Because as soon as he adds money, you're implicated into the shit. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you, you get the tension, you get the actual reasoning of what's going on, you get really good acting from basically everyone in that scene, and it continues. And it's like, yeah, you're, you're twisting and turning. But I have to go back. It's like, what what show am I watching? Fundamentally, what am I watching? And at this point, like, if you go right back to the first episode of Black Mirror, the the pig fucking episode. You knew from the get-go, because this feels, I don't want to say very similar, but it feels like an idea where it's like, it's not as crazy as the episodes end up getting. But there is a baseline level that the technology is the reason this is happening. This is so not a fucking Black Mirror episode that I feel like this could be in a random filler episode of a random television show. And Like, again, there was a BBC show, uh, it was on Netflix, uh, Bodyguard. Which basically, again, because it's, it's set in the same area, reminds me so much of that with this whole hostage negotiation that I've seen a million times. This It doesn't deviate from the book at all. It's a call in the hostage negotiator, have a bunch of snipers, have somebody say, am I authorized to take a shot? I can't take the shot because I might kill the other person. It's textbook every single thing that's ever been in a hostage negotiation. So yeah, I was checking Twitter. I was like, shit, should I just skip this episode and <laughs> just watch the next one? Because yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, I really did not like this episode at all. I, I, I like I won't say I won't say it was harsh because it is a bit harsh. Um, I think also the main two pe- the main two people in the scene are like the 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 one who's doing the crime, the fucking Uber driver, yeah. and his hostage, uh, Andrew Scott and Davidson Idris. I think they're both really really good in this. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I agree. In, in spite of like yeah the stu- like the stupid moments. Um, over overall, yeah, this is like it was a it was. 
a solid episode, but has but like you mentioned, this type of situation has been done a lot better in the pilot of this. Yeah. Um, and the whole ending thing, the reason why he's doing it, I thought was kind of fucking silly. A little bit. Um, and then the way it even wraps up is fucking stupid because I'm just like I like I know you're trying to mimic like a real life type thing, but it's it's not working for me. It's it's really not. So I'll give it. I'll give it six and I don't know, I'll give it seven seven shitty snipers out of ten. <laughs> uh yeah, so quickly final thoughts. I think that there yeah, it's done better. This could have been forty minutes and I think it probably would have got the point across a lot better. I think as much as it's silly the reason he's doing it, at least Andrew Scott was able to really act his ass off. And Topher Grace spends most of his acting with his face. And again, it feels like this is a person that just out of nowhere has to deal with the hostage. So it's like, yeah, the performances are great, but I feel like they weren't given a lot to work with. So I got to give this 5 out of 10 missed notifications. Like, that's the best rating <laughs> I can give it. And okay, well, with that, wow, we're getting through this way quicker than I anticipated. But yeah, no, that's great. <laughs> we're going to move on. Because, to- like, we're trying to also not spoil the shit for people. Yeah, because it just came out and it, it, it should be experienced. As much as, again, as much as not every single episode of Black Mirror is this godsend that some people love to claim on the internet. It's just- it's a, dude, it's a super hit. Like, anthology series are always super hit or miss. Oh, yeah. Like, it th- doesn't matter how good it is, you're going to get some episodes that are going to be like, fuck this. Oh, yeah, definitely. And to be fair, this next one is probably the closest I came to that in in terms of these three. Wow, we're gonna completely be opposite on this one, but yes, the, yeah. the, the, the final episode. Oh, sorry, yeah, the final episode of season three: Rachel, Jack, and Ashley too. So this stars Miley Cyrus, who's a basically at this point, this stars Hannah Montana dealing yeah. with the last <laughs> Like, who are we kidding? <laughs> Basically, yeah, so, so as Miley Cyrus has Ashley O, and she's, again, this pop singer, she's doing all these hits, everyone loves her, and she releases this doll that's basically, they download, uh, they got her personality, all of her lines, to basically, yeah, send that to little girls so that they have their own friend, kind of like those weird dog toys from the 90s, I don't know if you remember yes. that shit. Oh yeah. my god, yes. <laughs> those fucking, I remember so many kids who had those fucking uh, the, I, I never wanted those things because those things were so loud and I was like those things are creepy as hell <laughs> but yeah combine that loud music thing with a Furby and that's basically kind of what you get this weird thing that again it's talking to you motivation it'll scan your face it'll help you out it'll give you a lot of stuff but as we see again through a lot of my Sarah stuff it's like well okay this is the kind of almost typical pop star thing of like yeah there's a bunch of bullshit in the background her aunt's her manager but she's very controlling this reminds me a lot of a real life situation of uh, oh god Kesha how her manager was drugging her and all that shit I feel like Kesha, this it, is, yeah this, this is, is straight up Britney Spears <laughs> yeah or Britney Spears yeah it feels like again like those kind of pop idols that are drugged up and are forced to do these songs they don't actually want to do and they stifle their own purpose of creativity but the last two things I said about episode one and episode two is I didn't feel like the, those were Black Mirror. This is the only one this season I feel is a Black Mirror episode. It it feels I, – I still think the the second one feels more classic Black Mirror of, like, tense – like, this is anxiety-driven through technology and shit. This one is does also feel like a Black Mirror episode, but it feels like one of the ones I really don't like. <laughs> um, especially because as they're doing this whole story with – um. Uh, with Miley Cyrus and her like actual person, like feeling like all this anxiety and wanting to get basically get out of the or get out of the pop game and do her own music. Um, at the same time, they're contrasting it with the Rachel and Jack of this with yeah. the title. Uh, Rachel, who's like this fifteen-year-old girl who's super obsessed with Ashley O and her sister Jack, 
who cannot stand her for shit because oh, yeah. she's just like I'm. I'm on that grunge rock shit. <laughs> hey, I don't blame <laughs> I, her, man. I had to buy your bubblegum pop garbage. And uh, yeah, the, like, I think their their story is wildly uninteresting. Like every time, it's just like scenes of Rachel playing with Ashley too. Up until a certain point, I'm like, this is. I was just bored, honestly. I, I felt yeah, because um, no, because I, I, when I saw yeah, we see the trailer, you think, oh, it's gonna focus on Miley Cyrus's kind of stuff. And if you do focus on Miley Cyrus or Ashley O's character, it does again feel very typical Black Mirror too, except where there's some very dark tones, very like a, a lot of stuff that you see in classes. That's I'm like, oh wow, this is just as dark as this show normally is. I'm like, hey, this is how technology is gonna eventually just replace singers in general, because that's a lot of that's a, a good portion of, of the second half of this episode is yeah we all we have to do is get your kind of create creative version of your brain get a bunch of fucking you know you writing down all your or sorry you having all your voice and then we can just create songs based on your personality and it's like yeah that is that's black mirror in a nutshell really fucked up technology that could easily be fucking used that we almost use uh, nowadays i'll say yeah i did appreciate that aspect because we yeah we've been dealing with that shit a lot of just like digital recreations of dead actors um remember fucking rogue one how they had oh um, yeah tarkin um and then with, yeah with the tupac holograms and shit like that it's like where's the limit at a certain point this seems again this is this is why i like this episode most of all uh, more than uh, uh the other one it's because yeah this is exactly what it is like yeah we're gonna get somebody in fucking you know like video game bump model <laughs> outfit cgi and we're gonna have them do the dances and all over it's like okay cool this is horrible but i can see this happening tomorrow and that's the benefit of it, yeah, yeah but definitely just, the Jack and Rachel stuff, it's like, I understand what they were going for, but I feel like that belongs in a different episode. <laughs> it feels, dude, literally, if it wasn't for Miley Cyrus cursing up a storm in the second half of this uh, of this episode, this would essentially be like a Black Mirror Kids episode. Yeah. Like, this, it, or not even kids, but like, for like, pre-teens, yeah, pre-teens, young adults, teeny bopper Disney Channel shit. Oh, and man. <laughs> yeah it, it was it was not hitting for me up until that second half yeah no i just definitely agree with you the second half i'm like yo where'd this come from because i'm like man i thought my cyrus was a better actress this is this is cringy and her singing was awful like what is going on i it's like hey say what you want about my cyrus that she is a nutcase but i always assume that she's at least a decent to good singer this makes me question otherwise. I'm like, I don't know if they were just, if you just weren't feeling it that day, or you are actually a terrible singer. But yeah, to be fair, she like she's busy promoting her other music, like her actual real life music, which is not that much better. Because yeah. I I listened to it on Spotify the other day. I'm like, this is this is shy. Yeah, I don't hate <laughs> her singing. She has some good bops. No, no, she's very talented. And like, getting on a tangent a minute, fucking bangers. Like, Bangers of the Z, that album is so much better than it absolutely should be. <laughs> but, like, the recent shit, like, the, she just put out an EP, and it's fucking trash. Aww, that's okay. um, but I think she does it, like, here, I think she actually does a good job, like, actually acting and shit. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially, yeah, as it goes on. Like, at first it was a little bit rough, but as it goes on, she definitely, like, she does the heavy lifting. Like, her by herself does the heavy lifting, because everyone else is kind of, they're doing their bit roles, like you expect from other, you know, you expect, like, hey, this person, just do this one part, like, cliched roles. She is really showing a, a lot of range that I never thought I'd ever see in her. I always thought mm -hmm. she'd be, like, like uh, the Hannah Montana or just the nutcase she turned into. It's like, no, you have some range. I would love to see you in either more Black Mirror episodes or just more television. Like, go go to acting. Yeah. You can clearly do this. Like, do some, yeah, do some, like, legit dramas that aren't, like, teeny bopper shit exactly. um also like so, some of the other characters like the dad for, of uh rachel and jack 
is such a throwaway character. Like you think he <laughs> actually factor in it in some way, shape, or form, but he barely does. It, like aside from like his profession, which doesn't make any sense. What? What the hell was he selling? He's supposed to be selling he a rat selling, catcher like, a humane, or some shit. <laughs> it was. He was selling like a humane mousetrap that was essentially just a taser for rats, <laughs> which is just as inhumane. It, it is just there so that he's using this in, like crazy technology in his fucking basement, just so that they could use that later on. I think it would have been better is if they had the the okay because. The sister, uh, Rachel, she's important because, like, hey, she's the biggest fan. She integrates there. That's why we're introduced to Ashley O. They should have made Jack, instead of a grunge rock-like queen, they should have just made her a computer hacker or a computer person. Because then the dad just does not need to factor into the episode at all. And then you have a situation where, like, oh, I got to hook up the Ashley O to a computer. And then she actually still doesn't know what's going on because it's sophisticated technology. But she knows yeah. the way around the computer. Like, you would eliminate the dads because the only reason a dad exists is so that he has the technology in his basement to further the plot. Yeah, pretty much. But, yeah, overall, like, I didn't – it sucks that the first – like, the it's – it sucks that the second, the first half is such a fucking slog yeah. to get through until like yeah the second half, but like it's not awful. It, like I won't say it's far from the worst Black Mirror episode. Oh, 100 percent. Um, but it's definitely to me one of the least remarkable ones aside from Miley Cyrus. Uh, so I gotta give this like six. Uh, I'll give this six holo- giant holograms out of ten. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So, yeah, as far as my thoughts, I think Miley Cyrus, she really shows that she could be an actor, actress. I would love to see her in other stuff. Uh, as far as everyone else in the show, they did they did their they did the kind of best, but it did feel like, again, this did feel very weak, but it still felt more Black Mirror than anything else this season. So I definitely give it 7 out of 10 existential crises. Okay. Because there's some bullshit that happens at the end that I would jump out of oh, window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For y'all that watch it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, but yeah. No, overall, what you what you think of this season? Because this is a much shorter season than the Netflix ones have usually been. I think it's because they spent so much money on Bandersnatch. Like, listen, we'll just go back to like just having three episodes this time. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I say overall for the start of the season, I think that this is definitely one of the weaker, consistently weaker ones. Because even when you go to you know season one, season two, season three, they always had their weak episodes, but there was always so many strong ones to balance it out. Like the entire history of you, or you know, again, San Junipero, the best, one of the best fucking episodes of this entire series. Like, uh, man, Shaq, I'll fight episode. you. <laughs> I, I don't love that episode, honestly. Mm, I'll say that. I'll say that tangent for another day. But yeah, <laughs> this feels consistently weaker because I feel that. I, because it's the same writer for everyone. I, I keep forgetting his name. I believe it's Charlie. I, I forget his last name, but... With Charlie Brooker? Yeah, yeah, Charlie Brooker, the creator of the show. Yeah, he writes every single episode. He's credited as the writer of every single episode. And I think that... I don't want to put this as a cynical, but I think he's ran out of ideas. Because <laughs> with this... Oh, no, you're, ki- you're kind of right on that. Um, I'll say that this is also, oddly, the most optimistic of the of every season. Yeah. Because usually, like, almost every episode, maybe one of them... Leaves you with the sense of just like absolute dread, and this one, for the most part, things kind of turned out okay, um, okay-ish at best. Well, except um, for episode two, <laughs> I was saving that, yeah. But for the most part, the other two kind of turn out in ways that, are like, oh, this is surprisingly not fucking nihilistic. Yeah, um, and I did appreciate that to an extent, but like you said, yeah, this is. It is kind of like a a lesser season, even with like as good as striking striking vipers was um th- overall it was just kind of, yeah just kind of a weak episode because there was none of them that i really absolutely loved loved 
like I did say for like uh, National Anthem or oh, or yeah. White Bear or Shut Up and Dance and shit like that. Um, but it's still it's still better than a lot of shows I've I see recently. I think it's call my Black Mirror bias, but like I still enjoyed myself and I still enjoyed seeing how these stories would end up. Um, but overall, this is just kind of an ass season. But I didn't really hate it, so I'd get gi- I'd give it like a six and a half broken screens out of ten. <laughs> that I'll I'll sum that up as like my final thoughts of just the season overall. Yeah, uh, I'm the same way. Yeah, like I feel like it's, it's definitely one of the weaker ones. It's not making me like never want to watch Black Mirror or anything like that. I just hope that's like, hey, take some time at the next season. I don't mind waiting a couple of years. We got enough television to keep me by. I just, just if you're gonna come back, come back with a a hit. And I hope they do next for if they do next season. I hope they do. But I basically had to kind of give this overall season six out of ten skipped intros. Hey, how can you skip the intro? The skip the intro is like fifteen seconds. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> I laugh my ass. I'm like, skip one intro. It's like three seconds. <laughs> It'd be one thing if they like suddenly had like a, a two minute anime intro from Black Mirror. <laughs> Yo, no joke, man. I would watch that. At least, like, I would watch a two minute. Could you imagine that shit when they have some like weird like happy go lucky music? But it's all the horrible episodes, like the White Bear and like Metalhead and shit like that. It's like the like the fucking Attack on Titan theme, but just like Sanju and Bear happening in the background. Oh, <laughs> that would be amazing. 